thank you for your goodness, Father. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness in our lives. We thank you, Lord, Father, for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for the victory that is in our praise. That no matter what we might be facing, no matter what might be going in our lives, I thank you that we have a praise in our hearts tonight. And I thank you that our praise puts our hand on the neck of the enemy. You said Judah, you said Judah's name was, would be praise and, and his prophesied over him that his hand would be on the neck of his enemies. So Lord, I thank you that you've given us the ability to praise one of the highest forms of faith. Father, we get our, we take our eyes off where we're at, what we faced yesterday, what we may face tomorrow. And we lift our hearts to you. You, we lift our adoration to you. We lift our praise to you. Yes, Father God. Thank you, Father, for victory in our praise. Thank you. Victory in our praise, Father. I thank you this is a room full of men that are walking and operating in victory. Thank you. Yeah, they might not they might not have seen it yet, but I thank you that victory, 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 victory is what marks our lives as men. Victory in our finances, victory as, as husbands, victory, victories in our ministries, victory as fathers, victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for victory. There's a room full of victorious men. We're men that walk by faith and not by sight. We are men that are fully persuaded that your word is final authority. Thank you, Father. We are filled with your spirit. The greater one lives on the inside of us. And because the greater one's on the inside of us, we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors to him that loves us. We, we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for hope rising on the inside of each man here tonight. I thank you, Father, each man here that hope is rising on the inside of them, that they are more than conquerors. They are more than conquerors. Greater is he that's in them than he that's in the world. They are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. They will not be defeated. They will not be defeated. Hallelujah. But I thank you that victory is manifesting. Victory is manifesting in their physical bodies. Victory is manifesting in their finances, in their workplace, in their jobs. Hallelujah. Thank you that they're rising up. They're rising up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. And I thank you for directing our time tonight. Directing our time in the Word. Directing our time in our small groups. Things that come out. The direction by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have your prayer language, just pray in the Holy Ghost. Stir yourself up in your most holy faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stir yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Yet Robo Bogo 
Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Rick, Rick, I want you to prophesy over the men. Hallelujah. Prophesy over the men. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Danny, get it, get him a microphone. Get him the microphone. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Omanieko Ishambo e komonike e buanda ta e shon andi e buanda ke komana haha ishe e ota e shebo e kombo ishamba anda e shebo andi ke komonanda haha e hebo atata e komonike o shata tanda ni e go ikama e bo atata e bo bande she komana E hwamba di e shubwondi e keboa, e tataba shakabu obone e. Na e shubu omba nanana. Mboa yikomo, i shubwanda eko, amone e shiko bo atata, ata e she e obo o. Ha 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 ho e shuwa. Ha 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 ho ho e shuwa. E ho ha e shuwa e he he. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Step out of the boat. Step out of the boat. Step out on the water and start doing the things I've told you to do. You're not supposed to know the whole picture. Because if you knew the whole picture, you wouldn't step out the boat. But I want to do the marvels. I want to do the exceedingly. I want to do the abundantly above all that you can ask, hope, or think. But you got to step out the boat. And once you start walking on the water of the path that I have planned out for you, I will begin to unveil the things that I have for you. Step out the boat. Step out the boat. Step out the boat. How many times do I have to tell you to step out the boat? It's time. Now is the season. You've been expecting your harvest. But if you don't get out of the boat, you're not going to receive the things that I have for you. It's step by step, moment by moment. I will teach you as you go from step to step. 
from step to step, you'll go higher and higher and higher. And my glory, my glory will begin to manifest in you and through you and on everything that you do. Oh, ta, ta, ta. It'll be a sign. It'll be a wonder. But I need you to step out. I need you to step out. <laughs> I need you to step out. I need you to step out. And just when you think you've stepped out enough, oh, ta, ta, it's so cold. I'm going to ask you to start running. I'm going to ask you to start running towards the things that I have in store for you. It's going to be a time and a season where the manifestation of my glory. Will be a continuous flow, a continuous flow of glory and more a continuous. It's going to continuously come. The blessings will continuously come. They increase for anything and everything that you need to do, not just financially in your spirit, ma'am. Oh, I saw in your spirit, ma'am, how I'm going to cause the things that I placed on the inside of you to be pulled out of you as you step out and you continue to step up as you continue to step up. And at one point in time, you'll say, how is this happening? It's not by your, by your ability. It's not by your might, but it's by my spirit that I placed on the inside of you. Rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up. Be who I created you to be. Have fun doing it. Look around. Let my glory fall on you. I trust you. Come on now. I trust you. I place my son, my spirit on the inside of you. Trust me because I trust you to go to the next level. To go to the next level and the next level and the next level and have fun doing it. Have fun doing it. Let it be a sign and a wonder of how much fun you're having doing it. Because I'm the one that's doing it through you. You're not doing it on your own. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, we receive that tonight. We receive that tonight. Hallelujah. We thank you for the gifts of the Spirit. That you said in your word that caused the church to be edified. Hallelujah. We receive it tonight. Oh, we step into it, Father. We step into it. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. We give him a shout of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, just to, just to, just the sake of just a little bit of a, just a teaching, you know, just about the gifts of the Spirit. Some people here might not understand the gifts of the Spirit. You know, so what's the difference of just praying in tongues versus... Versus, you know, the tongues that talk about the gifts of the Spirit in Corinthians. Well, you have the tongue that edifies you. It says, build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, meaning like charged like a battery. And then, but then you have the gifts of the Spirit. And you can notice that, that when Rick started praying in tongues, it's different than just praying in tongues. So there's the gift of tongues that's to edify the body. And then there's the personal, you can tell the tongues are different. It's, it's just, it's just different. It's hard, it's hard to explain, but you can tell it's different when it's for the body versus something that's for individual purpose. And it says that he, that I pray that you interpret. You know, he said, not just praying this, but I pray that you interpret. Because it, when you interpret, what happens is the, everyone's edified. Everyone's built up, right? Amen. So you receive that word that came by the Holy Spirit tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick, for just flowing with me. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. So good to see you tonight. And, and I believe just throughout already that the Holy Spirit's working and moving. And I believe that you're going to be ministered to directly where you're at tonight. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Give someone a high five. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is good. All the time, God is good. That's his nature. Wow. You're wow, right? Amen. So welcome to Heritage Men. It's our once a month meeting. First Thursdays of the month, and so glad you're here. Uh, just to kind of always go over our purpose. Our purpose is to create opportunities for the men of Heritage to come together, to connect, grow, get free, and go to the next level in life. Our attitude is this. We refuse to go back, give up, or plateau. We will rise and be the champions we are created to be. So that's what we're about as a men's ministry and all about going up to another level. I don't know about you, but but I, I've seen God do some great things in my life, but I know I don't want to be in the same place this time next year. How about you, right? Right? Uh, so let's read our statements of faith together. Step up. Be a man of action. Assume it is your job in your moment. Hate apathy. Reject passivity. Refuse to live as a spectator in life. Speak out. Silence in the midst of sin is a sin. Be courageous. Fear God, not man. Speak the truth in love. Stand strong. Don't give in when you're challenged, attacked, or criticized. Above all, refuse to compromise. Stay humble. Be vigilant against pride. Get the log out of your eye. Don't think less of yourself. Think of yourself less. Serve the king. Seek first his kingdom, his glory, his righteousness. Hope in the eternal and live for the greater reward. Amen. So that's what we're about. That's what we're doing. That's what, that's what, that's my statements of faith over myself, statements of faith over you as part of this church because we're going to be men that make a difference, right? Men that make a difference. You know, before I get started, I got a, I got a, I got a joke for you. So might might have a couple. We'll just we'll just see we'll just see how we'll see how this one goes. So well, there was this guy named Bob, and 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 he was married to Pam. It was her anniversary, and Bob forgot the anniversary. Man, it was a bad day for Bob. Bad day for Bob. And 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 Pam let Bob know when when he got home, and and he, he's like, um, you know, and she he, she's like, do you know what day it is? And she's like, I, he's like, I have no clue. And well, today's an anniversary, and so she said. She pointed to him, put, his, put, his, put her finger in his face, and said, if there's not something in my driveway tomorrow that goes 0 to 200 in under 6 seconds, then it, it's going to be a bad day for you. So, so he said, okay, and so they go to sleep that night, and, and, and so Bob goes to work early that next day. And so, so he's off to work, and she comes out in a, in a robe, and she looks in the driveway, and sure enough, there, there, there's a, a big box with a bow on it. And so she goes out there and says, what, what can this be? So she, 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 she unpacks everything and she looks at it and Bob got her a new bathroom scale. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, Bob, and Bob's been missing for a week. <laughs> Zero to 200 in under six seconds. So, uh, so anyway, <laughs> don't tell that one to your wife, right? You know. There's another, there's another one, Stephen, 
Steve and Tim were, uh, they were out fishing and it was a, it was a beautiful morning and, uh, and they had been fishing for a while and it got to about 10 o'clock in the morning and, and all of a sudden there, they, there, there's this really pretty bridge, but there start, there was a funeral procession going across the bridge and, 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 and all of a sudden Steve looks at Tim and Tim stands up and he stands up, takes his hat and he lowers his head like this and, and Steve's just looking at him and saying, man, he sure is, man, this is interesting. I've never seen Tim like this. And, and, uh, and so all of a sudden, the procession goes by. Tim sits back down, takes his rod, throws it in, and he goes, man, that's, that's pretty honorable of you. And he goes, well, I guess after all, I was married to her for 40 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway, don't, don't, be, don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. So don't be Bob and don't be Tim. That's the moral of my jokes today. Oh, amen. So you ready to get in the word? I'm supposed to help you in your marriage. Does not make. <laughs> Amen. So, so we've been talking about a life of excellence. You know, a life of excellence, being men of excellence, and just you know, speaking into you, um, not where you are, but where God desires you to be. You, you have a purpose on the inside of you. You have a mandate on the inside of you. And so, we, through, so throughout this year so far, we've been unpacking this aspect of a life of excellence, ministry of excellence. You're, you're called to be a minister. It, it's not about standing behind a pulpit. A, a minister is, is a servant. It's ministering to your family, ministering in your workplace, ministering to those that God has called you to. You're, you're a minister. Say, I'm a minister. I'm a minister. Amen. You're, meaning you're, you're called to influence other people's lives. People are looking at your life. People are looking at you. And people are desiring to, to, to find someone that they can follow. Be, be that man. Be, be that man that, that, that someone can say, So you know what? There's something different about you. I want to follow you. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Be, be that person that you can say, Hey, follow, be, be someone that can be followed. Don't always looking. Don't don't always follow the rest of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You follow men of God. Follow your pastor. Follow those that that are that are over you in the Lord. But but don't be don't don't follow the rest of the crowd. As when I say that, I'm talking about the rest of the world. Be but be someone that can can be followable. And and tonight I, I want to talk about determination. You know, if we're going to be live a life of excellence. We're going to have to tap into this life of determination. And, and determination is going to be a decision. I, I was reading a, a, a story and going through uh, the life of, of, of Beethoven and, and looking at some things about him. And it's interesting, he, he is a music genius. And in and, and around 1801, um, Beethoven was 60% deaf, deaf when, he, when he wrote the, the Moonlight Sonnet. But, but by the time he was in his 50s, when he wrote some of his greatest works, he was 100% deaf. 100% deaf. I mean, you know, and here he, here he is a musician. He, he discovered on how to take mathematic equations with music and create masterful pieces. He, he created the Ninth Symphony when he was 100% deaf. You know, and, and, and yet they would hear him scream at the top of his lungs when he was in his room trying to compose and things weren't maybe working the way he thought they could work. And he did everything by, 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 by vibrations. And, and he said, he said, I will take life by the throat. 
You know, he, he didn't allow his uh, things that he was impaired with to, to dictate his future. I, I love, he said they would, he would scream at the top of his, I will take life by the throat. How, how intent are you in achieving success in your life? How are you, how intent are you in, in taking, in taking the, your, being, taking your place as a husband, taking your place as a father, taking your place in your workplace and say, you know what? I'm going to be determined. You know, you know, the determination is, 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 is interesting because, because we all have an idea of what we, what we wanted, the ideal life. There's this picture maybe on the inside of us. If, if, if I just had that, if I just had the right job, if I just had uh, the, this in my family, if my, my kids just would do that, or if my church was just like that, and we can have all these ideal situations. We, we can see what we want. We, can, we, can, we, we, know, you know, we use this illustration a lot because we can relate to it. You know, if, if we just ate the right way, if we just worked out the right, if we just drank enough water, if we just got enough rest, how healthy would we be? How physically fit would we be? You know, we all have that ideal picture right inside. You know, if I just, you know, even some, I think some of us, we have this idea that, that we still look like we did when we were 18. You know, we look in the mirror and you're like, it's not too bad, you know. It's like, and, and it's like, you know, you're, you know, you're in that bathing suit and, and, and you're, and, and you're, and you're like, and you're like sucking in and you're like, it's like, can I let it out yet? Can I let it out yet? You know, and, and, you know, we have that idea of, but we know if we just did what we should do, then, then we, we, we would experience the, the end, the end result that we want in life, Right. You know, it's it's the same thing. Just we, in, 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 we we know these things if we work hard at our job, if we if we show up on time, if we do over and above anyone else. That we know promotions gonna gonna happen, and 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 so we know all these different things in life. But how come there's there that that we we fall short in some of those things sometimes? Because somewhere along the line, we have. Not allowed determination in the right areas in our life. You know, like I said, I, I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. I, I I don't like having this around my. You know, I don't like having that. You know that. You know, I don't like having that spirit. But the thing is, is is there's there's distractions have hindered me in my determination. You know, you know, your taste buds can be a distraction. <laughs> you know, taste buds can be a distraction. Chips and salsa, yeah. I mean, you know, um, you know, you know that banana cream buy can be a can be a distraction. You know, those things can be tortillas can be distractions. You know, I mean, and and the thing is, is it, 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 hear, hear me out because you know it's like um, we we want we want to go to that level in 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 in. Because we all honest with ourselves, there's something we know God's placed in our lives. He, you know, we want to see God do miracles through our lives. We want to stand up and, and and have that word in season for someone, but yet we can have these other competing desires. That's you know what? I just want to binge watch this TV show on Netflix, <laughs> or or you know um, play video games. 
right? Or, or you know, I just want to sleep in. I'm not talking to any of you. I'm speaking to those that are watching this on their website, right? You know, so, so, but, but think about it is we have these competing desires. It's like, it's like, you know, there, there's some areas in my life I want to grow financially, but there's, but we, we can have competing desires. We'll spend money on things that maybe aren't important. So, so, so there's a determination that we know if we're just determined in this area, we're going to get the results we want to get, but we have these competing desires. Now, if you have your form there, one of those key scriptures we're going to go to, right? I want to look at Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. What is determination? Determination is the firmness of purpose. It's resoluteness. It's firmness of purpose. It's resoluteness. Now, in Luke chapter 4, verse 1, it says this, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being forty days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did, he, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. Now, hungered, if you're hungry, then you have a desire. He hungered. There was something his body craved. There was something his body wanted. He hungered. You're like, Jesus had a craving? Jesus had had a desire? He was hungry. He didn't eat for 40 days. He was hungry. He was was hungry. And he he was wanting to get himself something to eat. He was hungry. He He had a desire. But yet he had... A greater desire. You see, the enemy's always going to come come at you in your senses in some way. He's always going to come, and, and you know. And Jesus said, "The enemy comes to him. He goes, if you are the Son of God, turn these things and turn these stones into bread. Meaning, meaning you can just you can meet your desire right now. But Jesus had a desire, but he also had this competing desire." But he understood that he had to choose this desire. He, and what did Jesus say? He goes, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Because Jesus had a greater desire to do what? To please the Father. He had a greater desire. He, he had a greater desire, the cross. He had a greater desire, you and me. He had that greater desire. And so the enemy's always going to come in through our senses. And, and here, if you look at the three temptations... We see those three temptations. We see how the enemy talks. In First John, John talks about those three areas. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Everything Jesus dealt with, the three temptations were the lust of the flesh, the craving of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. Everything you see, I'll give to you. The pride of life. If you bow down and worship you, I'll give you all this. So, so, so all these things were summed up in that. And, and the thing is, is Jesus had to face this battle of competing desires. These competing... You're like, Jesus did? Yeah. It says he was touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He was tested in every point, yet without sin. So Jesus had to have a determination, and that determination had to choose what he was going to follow. 
This desire or this desire? This desire or this desire? He had to choose these things. Let's look at Isaiah 50. Isaiah 50. How did Jesus live, walk through his life? And I believe this is a prophetic scripture about Jesus in verse 5. I think I have just verse 7 on there, but verse 5 says this. The Lord God hath opened mine ear, and I was not rebellious, neither turned away back. I love that. The Lord God opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, neither turned away back. So many, he said, he was keeping going for. He was determined. My ear was open. I was not rebellious. Neither turned away back. That lets me know that what I'm about to read here is the person he's writing to was determined that I'm doing this. I'm not going to turn back. Verse six says, "I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair." Remember, Jesus had his beard pulled out, right? And I hid not my face from shame and spitting. They spit on Jesus. So Jesus is saying, hey, they're going to beat me. They're going to tear my beard out. They're going to spit at me. He says, but I was not rebellious and I did not turn my back. And the next verse says this, for the Lord God will help me. I'm not going to turn. Why? The Lord's going to help me. Therefore, shall I not be confounded. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint. And I know that I shall not be ashamed. I set my face like a flint. Meaning, I've got a purpose. I've got a purpose. Yeah, your flesh is always going to have cravings. Your flesh is always going to have desires. You're going to have opportunities to be offended. You're going to have opportunities to be controlled by your spouse. You have opportunities for your for for you to give in to certain things and 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 give up certain things and and, and do certain things based on this. But as a man, you need to be resolute because that's what determines resolute. Amen. Just because your wife may say something doesn't mean she's right. Amen. Come on now. <laughs> you're like you're like what? <laughs> Are you sure? No, you're the you you have to take the place as a leader, and we know I know we joke about some things from time to time about our wives and stuff, but but you you have to be the leader of your home, Amen. and sometimes because of your wife's emotions, because of your wife's situations, or because of the the way certain things. Now, yes, you you have to understand your wife can hear from God too. You're a team. You're in unity. I'm not talking about that you you override your your wife. I'm not talking about you you domineering your wife, but I'm talking about you have to still take that place of leadership in your home. Amen. Come on. <laughs> still not getting a whole lot of amens there. <laughs> You're like, you don't know my wife. But the thing is, but the thing is, is is is, is we but we have to take we have to take our place. Yeah, we, we we're doing this as you. But the thing is, is 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 if. If that might be happening in your, in, in, with your spouse, how, what other areas in your life are you being controlled because of other circumstances? Jesus said, he said himself, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not talking about, pastor told me I need to put you in your place. I did not say that. I did not say that. I did not say that. 
<laughs> but the point is, what I'm saying is, is you have to be determined. Jesus set his face like Flint. You know, it's like, it, well, I mean, put it this way, you know, um, you, you know, just like, okay, the, the, the alarm clock in the morning or getting into the word. Or, you know, being at church, being low, I don't feel like going to church right now, or I don't like that. That person makes me mad. That person offends me or that. And then what happened? You're being led by all these other things. But Jesus said he set his face like flint. Now, I was looking at this and just to kind of get into a Hebrew picture of of what this flint is. What is flint? Flint is a is a hard type of sedimentary rock. When you when you strike it against steel. A flint edge produces a spark to start a fire. Setting your face like flint implies that you're expecting some opposition to stand strong in the face of adversity. To set your face like flint means to regard these difficulties as worthwhile when you consider what they lead you to. Meaning, meaning I'm setting myself like Flint and I'm, and I'm not moving from this and I'm going to stand against this opposition because I know where I'm going. I know the end result. I know the end result. I know the end result. You know, another thing about Flint is they, in the Hebrew, the Hebrews would call Flint shiny rock. And the word is also used for strength and good health. So in other words, despite, despite what the people did to per, per, persecute him, he was still a shining example of strength and health. Yeah, that's good. A shining example, something that we could look to as a good example of strength and health. Let's look at Luke chapter 9. Now, I didn't say dominate your wife. I said lead your wife. All right? Luke chapter 9, verse 51 says, And it came to pass when the time was come that he should be received up. He steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. Let me read it again. And it came to pass when the time was come that he should be received up. Talking of Jesus, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. The word steadfastly means to render constant in our mind. Steadfast, to render constant in your mind. You're constantly, in your mind, you're constantly going over in your mind that this is what, he steadfastly, he steadfastly determined, determined to keep his face towards Jerusalem, to keep his face for He had to determine to do this. Do you know how many times along the way that in his flesh that he would want to get sidetracked? People would want to sidetrack him. Situations would want to sidetrack him. He said, I've, I've got to go there. You know, he, he goes on. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. There was a time when, when he came into a city and they were like, they, they wanted him to do certain things and, 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 he, and he wasn't, and it was kind of like he wasn't happy. He didn't do any miracles there because he knew he had to go to Jerusalem. He knew he had to go to Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Actually, verse 53, that's where it says, but the people would not welcome or receive or accept him because his face was set as if it were going to Jerusalem. It was like, he was like, you know what? 
Hey, I did miracles here before, but I've got a some place to be. I've got some place to be. I've got some place to be. You know what? And you've got some place to be. You've got some place to be. You have to take your place. But it's going to take determination. How about the Apostle Paul? Let's look at the Apostle Paul. Go to Acts chapter 21. Paul's determination, Paul had determination to fulfill his call in his ministry. Acts chapter 21. Thank you, Father. Acts chapter 21. Let's look at verse 11. And coming to see us, he took Paul's belt bound. King James says, And when he was come unto him, he took Paul's girdle, bound his own hands and feet, and said, Thus says the Holy Ghost, So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle, and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when we heard these things, both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. So they're saying, Paul, don't go to Jerusalem. Verse 13, then Paul answered, what mean you to weep and to break my heart? For I'm ready not to be bound only, but also die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Wow. Why you weep for, don't, don't cry for me. Why do you weep for me? Why do you break my heart? For I'm ready to be bound. Not only be bound, but also die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord. And when he would not be persuaded... Say, say, not persuaded. And when he would not be persuaded, we cease saying, this will of the Lord be done. And when he would not be persuaded. Wow. (laughs) How easy it is for us to be persuaded sometimes. (laughs) You know, just take, just take, take exercise for a moment. Well... Well, I could work out two days from now. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> Easily persuaded. He says, when he would not be persuaded. We have to make a decision that the things that we want in our life and the, the, the road to those things, the, the route that's going to lead me to those things, for, for me not to be easily persuaded off of those things. He was not, when he would not be persuaded. You know, this is Luke. Luke is the writer of the book of Acts. So, you know, Luke was writing about Jesus, talking about how, how he, he, he set his face toward Jerusalem. Luke's writing that. Now he's at Paul, and, and Luke, Luke is even here talking, and, and he's like, we tried to persuade him. But when we could not persuade him. Are you easily persuadable? By other people at work or other people, you know, you know, I, you know, I was talking to someone recently and they were out at a, at a business thing and all the people around him, the big thing were, were everyone eating marijuana gummies, you know, and, and, and they, they were, they were talking about this and just, well, just try half of one, just, just try they're, what they're trying to persuade them to, to follow him. But he realized the, the call upon his life. He, he realized the gift of God that's on the inside. And they realized that, that people are looking at him to be an example. And the thing is, is if you're easily persuaded, then what happens is you lose your influence. You lose your authority in other people's lives. All of a sudden, you lose, you lose respect but from your spouse. 
You lose these things. And the thing is, 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 is ultimately, I want you to know, you're, you're, our women, the, the woman or the woman that you're going to marry one day, wants you to be a person that's unpersuadable. That they can count on you. That this is my, this is how my man's gonna be. No matter what's going on in his life, he's gonna, he's not gonna be up one day and down the next, up one day and down. No, no, this is my man. This is, this is who he is. And that's how you need to be in your workplace. That's how you need to be in, in your church. That's how you need to be in the department in your church. That's how you need to be in your finances. Not easily persuaded. Hallelujah. Just go a couple of verses over Acts chapter twenty, uh, a couple of chapters. Acts twenty three, Acts twenty three, verse eleven. Now this is Jesus because it's written in red. This is Jesus speaking to Paul, verse eleven. And the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, "Be of good cheer, Paul, for as you have testified of me in Jerusalem, so must you bear witness also in Rome." So what was Paul's first mandate? He he said he was He said you're going to go to Jerusalem. And Paul said, said, you know what? I'm going to drink. Don't, don't cry. Why are you weeping for me? He said he wasn't easily persuadable. So what? Paul goes to Jerusalem. Now Jesus shows up and said, hey, you went to Jerusalem. Now you're going to go to Rome. Now let's go over a couple of chapters. Go to Acts chapter 27. I'm going through this fast, but I want you to get hear the heart of it. Acts 27, verse 23. The Amplified says this. For this very night, there stood by my side an angel of God to whom... This is Paul talking. For this very night, there stood by my side an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve and worship. And he said, do not be frightened, Paul. It's necessary for you to stand before Caesar. And behold, God has given you all those who are sailing with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as it was told to me. So Paul here, he's, he's going in a shipwreck, but what does he say? He says, I've got to stand before Caesar. I'm, I'm going to Rome. I, just as God, the Holy Spirit told me I'm going to Jerusalem and I wasn't persuaded, then, then the Holy Ghost showed up and told me I'm going to Rome. Hey, I'm fully persuaded. I'm for, yeah, I'm in, right now and I'm in the middle of a shipwreck, but you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to, so be of good courage. I, be of courage. Why? I have faith. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. So Jesus had to set his face like flint. And Paul had to, had to be fully persuaded. That's how we have to be. And that takes determination. How do you want to be in your body? How do you want to be in your ministry? How do you want to be in your workplace? How do you want to be? You have to make a decision right now. You're going to be determined. I'm going to be determined. I'm going to be determined. Hallelujah. You know what? I found out for my own self, if I give my way, if I give myself an out in a situation, I'm going to take it. Amen. <laughs> if I give myself an out, you know, I'm going to take it. Just be, to be honest, if you give yourself in the natural, you know, in the natural, you weigh all your options and you give yourself a way out, more than likely, you know, well, well okay, yeah, I'll, I won't do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Now, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about sin. I'm not, I'm talking about just the, the little things. I, I'm wanting this over here, but if I give myself a way out, then you know what? Then, you know what? Well, it's, it's not, it's not bad. It's not, you know, it's not sin. It's not this. It's just, you know. But the thing is, is we have to set ourselves like Flint. You know, and if you give yourself a way out, 
in your life, then know you're going to take it. You will. Because you're, what, are you, what are you doing? You're giving your flesh permission. You're giving your flesh permission. And, and you have to come to a place where you're not, you're not going to give your flesh permission any longer. I, it, babe, do it just in the little things. When it comes to reading the Word, do it in little things. If even, even, even in being at work on time. I'm not going to give my flesh permission to be late again. I'm not going to sub be, you know, if, if, I, if I committed to my wife that we're going to pray together, then I'm not going to give my flesh permission to not do that. It takes determination. And I'm speaking, I'm speaking to, to myself just as much as I'm speaking to you, right? Because we're all going up to another level. We're going up to another level. How determined will you be to stick with it? Or you just just back off. I heard a story, and this is read a story this past week about a, a, a gentleman. His name they called him Brother Edwards, and Brother Edwards he was a, was a pastor in in Damascus in Syria. And, uh, and and here, Brother Edwards was at this conference in England, and um, and it was this this minister's conference, and and the one guy stand up speaking, he. He really was kind of shocked at himself because he, here he is, you know, live, he pastors a huge mega church and he's speaking at this conference and here this guy is, Brother Edwards that's in Syria ministering and here, Brother Edwards, just the week before he came to this conference, 157 Christians were killed in, in his community that were killed recently. And, um, and Brother Edwards, where this, where Brother Edwards church is, they were to get to Brother Edwards church, you have to go through this area called Sniper Alley. Just to get to where his church is, you have to go through Sniper Alley. I mean, if, 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 if here, uh, you know, 10350 Old Cleburne Crowley Junction was Sniper Alley, how many of you would be here Sunday morning? I mean, think about we're you know we 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 back out of things for the the for the simplest reasons, simple the simple excuses, and 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 think about here, brother Edwards, and 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 so the the, the guy, the moderator, asked the question and and and, and asked this 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 brother Edwards and says, so so why do you stay in Syria? Well, he he, he kind of didn't really, kind of was taken back by the question. Kind of almost as if, well, why do you, why do you do what you do? But this was his response. He says, he says, you know, if you're in, he goes, if you're in a nation and things aren't going good as a nation, you pull out all your ambassadors, just like every nation has pulled out all their ambassadors out of our nation. He said, but, but you know what? God isn't calling me out of Syria. God isn't calling me. He, he was, I'm an ambassador of God and God isn't calling me out of Syria. How easy. You're, you're an ambassador for God. You're an ambassador in your home. You're, you are an ambassador. Don't, don't be caught off your position. Don't be caught off your post. You're an ambassador in your community. You're ambassador. People are looking at you. It don't don't be determined to don't let things pull you away. Don't take the easy way out. 
Don't take the way of least resistance. It'd been easy. Yeah, everyone was thinking, yeah, but it's easier to leave this here. He's like, I, I can't leave this. I, I'm God's ambassador and this is where God's called me to be. It doesn't matter how many people show up in my church. I love my nation. I love my city. We, we don't under, our, our Christianity is easy. <laughs> our Christianity, for the most part, is easy in the, in the United States of America. Try, try going to China. Try going to Vietnam. Going to places where, where you, you get killed for having the word. How determined are you to fulfill your purpose? How determined are you? I, there was a man that I heard speak in, in Bible, in, when I was in Bible school, and, and, uh, and, and his name was Terry Law. And, and his, his motto was, was this. He said, uh, no nation's closed if you're not worried about not coming back. Wow. Think about that. No nation's closed. He, he would go and smuggle Bibles buy them in backpacks and would hike through. He was a graduate of ORU. He was one of the ORU singers. And he would, he would backpack in obscure places on the border of China and, and, and put backpacks in, and put, take backpacks and smuggle in Bibles. And, and all of a sudden, he'd open up, they'd open up backpacks and, and he knows, like, I'm, I'm going to get killed. I'm going to get killed right here. And all of a sudden... They, all of a sudden, he didn't know what they saw, but they'd open the backpack and, and look through things. He thinks that God made them blind and look through things and, and they'd pick through things and they'd close the backpack and let them go and, and, and go on their way. Still, he still ministers today. He's in his 80s. But talk about determination. No nation's closed if you're not worrying about coming back. Man, that takes tenacity. So let's, let's be that way in every area of our life. Let's be that way in every area of our life. Let's have spiritual determination. I wrote some things down, and, and these are things that I, 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 I you know, try to go through with Brand when I take him to school. I drive, he goes to school in Branbury, so I try to go through th- these things with him. And these are things that I, I try to deposit him, these, these four things. Love God with all your heart. Love your neighbor as yourself. Be a, be a man of the word. And live by faith and not fear. Love God with all your heart. Love your neighbor as yourself. Be a man of the word. Live by faith and not by fear. Let's make some determinations in those areas of our life. You know, we're all at different levels. We're all at different places in our life. And so so let's, let's make decision that's going to propel us to success. Write down some natural, what are some natural things you want to do in your life? Write, write those things down. But if you write them down, stick to them. Stick to them. And you, you will see in results. So take these, these four things. If you, you just make these decisions in your life, I guarantee your life will go to another level in the, ne- in the next month, the next six months, the next year. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your word. And thank you for the challenge that it brings into our hearts and our lives. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. For showing us areas of our life where we need, where we need to be determined. Where we need to apply this level of determination. This setting our face like flint. Where we, can't, we, where we won't be persuaded. We thank you, Father, for the word. And that not one of us in this place would be condemned in any way, Father. 
by maybe where we are, where we've missed it, where we've lacked, where we haven't measured up the mistakes of yesterday. But we'd see ourselves in a in in a, in a place where 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 it's a decision we make every day. It's every day making that decision to be determined of I'm going forward and not going backwards. So I thank you that we all make that decision tonight. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's, let's take a moment to, to break up into our groups. And uh, break up into our groups. So group leader, if you're a group leader, uh, you know that you're a group leader. So stand to your feet. You were contacted by Jeremiah. So, All right, so if, if we can kind of like spread out. And, and Adrian, if you can come over here. Um, and let's break up in, in groups of, of five or six. We get too many more than five or six. It's, it kind of gets... Well, and there's just one question. The question that we're going to go over in a group is, when have you seen a delay in what God told you to accomplish as a result of, distra- of a distraction? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Distractions can be delays to keep us from where God desires us to be. Hallelujah. I think we're I think I think we're all done praying uh, each group. Can I get everyone's attention? Get everyone's attention real quick. Uh, right now, um, uh, Freddie and um, they're going to hand out some cards here to you. Uh, what this card is? It's our it's visitation, uh, and what it is? It's our next worship night, and it's going to be on Memorial Weekend, and we're actually going to do the the worship service in the parking lot. And so it's going to be different. We're also going to do baptisms. So if you're interested in being baptized, uh, we have a sign-up um, sheet there in the lobby, uh, right at the counter there. And um, we have, we're also going to have ice cream as well uh, at that event. Um, also, if you're a Thrive Group leader, stand up. Thrive Group leader, stand up. There, there. Only, there's only two Thrive Group leaders. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, so anyway, don't forget about Thrive Group Weekend. That's the, that's the third Sunday of the month. I believe this month it's on the 19th. So the 19th of, um, of May. So make sure if you're not a part of a Thrive Group, check, check them out. They have different cards uh, here at the church that you can get. You can also go to our website and get more information about that. Uh, also for our men's uh, retreat, uh, met with Dr. Savelle today. And so everything's still on for uh, October 4th and 5th. Um, we've reserved the Lakeway Campground, the one in Maypearl. Uh, but we, we found out today is we're, 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 we believe we've been able to reserve the hotel-style rooms, not the ones we had before. So those will be first come, first serve as you sign up. And over and above, if we run out of those rooms, then we'll have the other, the other dorms. Uh, but we're believing to have about 75 men for that particular event. Um, also, Helping Hands, if you're interested in part of Helping Hands Ministry, um, you can contact Jim Gordon about that uh, or different outreaches that we're involved in. Uh, the, la- the last Wednesday of the month, we had the food outreach uh, with the Baldwins. Uh, also, um, you know, that's the last Wednesday. I'm sorry, the fourth, fourth Wednesday, the fourth Wednesday of the month. And um, other than that, don't forget about Sunday service, two services, 9 and 11. Be there, be square, bring somebody with you. Other than that, so glad you came out tonight. Uh, did you, were you ministered to tonight? Did you enjoy this tonight? Amen. Uh, so go ahead and set the chairs back up, um, the train back up. So also pre-service prayer. We have pre-service prayer at 8 a.m. And also we're believing to have enough people on our prayer team where we can actually have people that are actually praying during the second service while the second service is going on praying for what's taking place there. And also, don't forget your exercise. You've got to get your exercise in. All right? So, that's awesome.